The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, hosting tonight, and with me tonight are uh, Sue Timberlake and uh, John Roberts running the board and maybe chiming in. And uh, we're here to talk about politics and stuff like that. But before we get down to that business, I just want to mention a couple of things. First off, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can reach us in a few different ways. Uh, via email, it's civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Uh, on Twitter, it's at civilpoliticsfm. And on facebook.com, we are facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio is our community. We also have a website, which is civilpoliticsradio.com, that has recordings of previous episodes of the show, links to things we talk about, um, you know, like the uh, the the voting uh, 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 information section for the uh, Secretary of State for Massachusetts. Uh, since we are hosted in Massachusetts, you know, uh, if you want to make sure that you're uh, registered to vote and whatnot, um, you know, and where you are and what's going on and request an absentee ballot, all that good stuff, you can find out a lot there. So, uh, also, while we talk during the show, uh, we try to put up references to things. If not, we try to do it after the show. Uh, and on Facebook and Twitter, we use the hashtag uh, at civil reference, or not, not at, but hashtag civil references to uh, make it clear or at least easier to follow along with what we're doing. So, uh, yeah, and just uh, as a, a sort of a personal thing, uh, 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 in case anybody was wondering, I'm fine. I just uh, had a weird, unexpected automotive problem that stranded me in New York <laughs> last Friday. So, uh, yeah, um, I seem to be alive and well otherwise. It's a good thing. Could have been worse. Yeah, absolutely. Bro- broken axle, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, could have been a lot worse. Um, just like, and, and speaking of could have been a lot worse, there's, uh, that local scare, uh, at the Northampton high school, which middle school, middle Jeff, school, JFK, yeah. right. Which you're, which you live near, I think. Yeah. Oh, I was out putting oil in my car <laughs> and the state, state police blocked off the end of my sort of the, beside my house, the access road. Right. So, so, and, uh, so what was the, they were, were they evacuating the school or what was going um, on? Somebody saw a young man, turns out he's 25. Okay. From, from here, works in a restaurant locally. Yeah. I just saw this on the news, so I'm just repeating what I saw. Okay. And they saw him take a rifle out of his car, trunk of his car, right as the school was about to be released at 2.30. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they saw him, somebody saw him. And he hid in between the two cars on the sort of on the grass. Oh. And so they called the police. Turns out there was a, a cruiser within seconds. They were here in right. 52 seconds, I think. They, right. And the guy didn't resist arrest. And he said he was picking up a friend and they were going to go shoot somewhere. was not a very clear story about, I mean, I think the guy was high or something. And what kind of gun was it? It was just, they were air rifles. Well, there was another gun also in the car. Um, they were they're air rifles, but you know there's a there's lot. There's no of way de- to know just looking at it from a distance. 
Right. Oh, of course. I mean, if and and he wasn't shot. It's very interesting. He's a white. He's a white guy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> forgive me. I'm 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 glad. <laughs> City of Northampton police for saying that comment, but you know we've reported yeah. on a lot of stuff like that. Well, no, it's 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 a national problem. I'm glad that uh, that that uh, a man was not needlessly shot, regardless of his skin pigment level. <laughs> yes. Um, and, um, you know that's good. And they so they locked down the school at about two thirty, which was right when I was out doing my right. oil change. And the state policeman that was at the end of my, sort of beside my house, was very nice. And he said, they said they'd already arrested him because they arrested him very quickly. Yep. And they were just going through the school thoroughly and staging the releases. They'd sent, told all the parents that the kids wouldn't get out at two thirty, and so it was about three thirty when they finished. I think. Like so that. they were just making sure that this was. Really, what it appeared to just be. some guy being a dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> I, what's wrong with him? I I gotta say, like, I've never done that, and I don't own an air rifle. But that is that is the kind of thing where it's like, um, I've gotten looks from people. I remember years ago, I was, um, uh. I was talking about like so I, you know I like to play role playing games like D and D so I was doing a space game like like science fictiony Star Trekky kind of stuff, um, and in the course of that game, uh, like our side we were we were like caught up with like uh, I I was from like like the space fleet and like there was this rebellion that was breaking out a civil war and it was getting ugly and so we were trying to you know so like. We were having sort of a character discussion, uh, me and another player, and we were like in a subway shop getting sandwiches. Oh, you know, yep. During a break in the game, interpreted what right exactly. So I'm I'm talking about like you know like hmm. Well, we've got to be careful. Like like they're building a base on that island. We could drop an asteroid on it. You know, like you know we could vaporize the island. But like, are there civilians there? You know, we don't want to. You know, and so people were like looking at us, and it didn't go anywhere. You know, but I mean, you know, and. And uh, and that you're... the other person uh, was like, uh, "No, this is just a game, just a space game. We're, we're, this is nothing real." And people were like, "Oh, okay, you know." But you know, like the I'm doing, I'm not doing anything harmful, and it, it just didn't occur to me how that looks to people. So like. Like, I don't know the guy, but if he was really like, oh, I'm going to meet my friend Steve and we're going to shoot air rifles after school. Oh, boy, I'm excited. What? <laughs> 25 years old? And, I, I don't yeah. know. Well, and but where, I'm just saying, like, I, shooting air rifles. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, that I'm, was one of the questions. Like, like, They're like, going to go shoot bottles somewhere, they say. I, 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 I am in no way, shape or form faulting the police for handling this as they did. I think that's the absolutely appropriate response. And that person should have been more thoughtful whatever else was going he, on but I, under, I i've i've been the guy who was like what oh you know because i have no intention of harming people so the idea that like other people might be scared of me is something that like i had trouble absorbing in part because like i was a weedy little kid who was like never a threat to anybody growing up you know i was the one who got picked on not the one who was picking on people yeah. so the idea that like i'm now over six feet tall and kind of burly like uh, I yeah. still think of myself as the guy who like blows over in a stiff breeze, and I'm not. I'll do you one better. We used to LARP. Oh yeah, live action role playing. So yes. you're running around, we like are... acting out like yes. improv theater. We used to. Um, me and my friends used to play every every other Saturday. We would play either werewolf or uh, vampire. Yeah, we would be literally walking around. Some people in costume 
pretending to be werewolves and vampires. werewolves and vampires living in secret amongst the human herd. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on on UMass campus. Uh huh. Uh, so there were a few times when someone like brought a fake sword or something. We're like, you cannot do that. Don't, what are you doing, you idiot? Do yeah. Uh, and we had to be very careful about where we went and what we said because we would have scenes. It's acting. So we would go off into like separate places and have scenes. Okay, so what are you doing? Okay, so we're going to attack that guy. Um, I'm taking out my shotgun. Yeah. And I'm I'm spending three celerity and I'm I remember all this. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah, three I spend three celerity and I got, I'm gonna try to get a headshot. Someone walking by yeah. would freak the hell out yeah. just listening to any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Um, we act. We. I don't know how many run-ins we had, but it's. It was. <laughs> it wasn't that bad because it. We stayed in certain areas and we ha- we talked to to campus security beforehand. They knew yeah. that nerds were running around in leather jackets. The, so the, the the worst the worst instances or oh, the most like wow instance of this I ever heard uh, was I read some guy like a computer form years ago, but uh, like thirty years ago. But this guy is basically running like a role playing game like that, like but it was like an espionage game, and he was doing it over email. So and he was like a missileer. So like oh he would get he would got an email from some people like, well, I want to try and break into the embassy. Can I plant a bomb here? And it's like, yeah, show me a design, you know, whatever. Like oh, you know, no. you know, like all this stuff about like bombs and infiltration and oh, you know and no. whatever. Like email going back and forth while the guy is on duty in a nuclear missile silo. He was not. He was that idiot. Uh, yeah, exactly. Dick. Well, his uh, so his CEO was like, "What is all this? The MPs are on their way. What is all this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's me and Jim." And, and it's like, "Okay, I think I can get you out of this and not have it be a big deal. But you can never do these kinds of emails here while you're on duty again." Okay. <laughs> yeah and and they 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 apparently like it it was all smoothed out you know it was like oh okay yeah all right you know like like see D D books you know whatever yeah. but yeah, yeah. No, it was uh <laughs> and then his russian uh <laughs> never mind no, no i think what a it, great cover <laughs> I, well, I think in this case it really wasn't a cover it really was just you know a bunch of bored dudes in the 80s Killing time. Well, this young man, for uh, for what happened, he got um, he went to he went to court. He got five hundred dollars cash bond, yeah, cash bail, and he cannot go near any school in Northampton. So I think which there'll be repercussions. Sense. Yeah, which yeah. is a, which is a hassle for him, but I don't know. I don't know the facts beyond what you've told me. So, like, if if it's really just an innocuous case of. Uh, I air, wasn't... air rifles aren't toys. I air mean, rifles aren't toys. They're, yeah. they're 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 not. They're not. Depends how much air pressure they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they and are what cartridges they, they are use. not lethal the way actual rifles are. But you know, they're, they're you they they can be dangerous can't... in the way that like you know paintball guns can hold be on, dangerous. Hold on, hold on. The thing you remember about air rifles is that it's there's a very good chance that you can put your eye out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or break someone's neck. Some of the new ones you can actually do even really? more than no. that. Yeah. 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 Put the, your eye out? No, yeah, no. Respond to me. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm not. Uh, you can put your eye out. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Was that that hard? No, it wasn't. 
Well, I, I don't. And to be fair, actually, I don't think were, it's that funny, guys. I'm sorry. No, I just I, this I, is not gaming. When I was a kid, look at Anne, who was when, our when I was, was our kid. guest, and how she would feel about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. But when I was a kid, definitely my mom did say people like, were pretty don't scared do that because yes. you could put your eye out. Oh, I yeah. is what he's referring to there. So, oh, yeah. I knew. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that I don't. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't think the I context has changed. I think I think it was always there, but I think only for the people that had experienced it. And I think that people are experiencing more of it. It's almost like nine eleven that people are a little more traumatized by oh, yeah. by planes flying into no, buildings. I, kids, when I was in junior high, kids brought in like little spring loaded, like you know, like plastic pal- BB guns, yep. kind of thing to school, and it was like you couldn't just run around the school with them, and you couldn't take them out in class, but like. You know, if you brought it to school so that you could, like, go and run around and shoot each other on the playground after school with plastic BB guns, that was fine. Nobody cared. But it was 1982. Yeah. You know, like like the context of violence in schools and with firearms in society has radically changed. Right, but I'm and, saying and in so, individual schools, that may have been your experience, but I'm just saying in other people's experience oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that it actually is a little more sensitive than that. Absolutely. And, um, you know, people playing games with their friends, I think there's more to this story. I think they're going to find out more about this guy. I, I wouldn't be little, surprised if there's more to the story. He's and a I, little, um, uh, hasn't, hasn't, he's missing something. Well, that may be, and yeah. I'm certainly, you know, uh, uh, I... I Definitely do think law enforcement is so far behaving appropriately to yeah. say, like, we want to look twice at this guy. And, you know, and if there's some crime being committed, then, yeah, sure, I'd you, deal with it. But you can't shoot an air rifle in Northampton anywhere that I can think of. Really? Why would you be able to? Well, you can you can fire guns. There's like a gun club that at meets the in gun Florence. club. Right. Right. So in a, in a protected range. I mean, I'm just saying that well, I, maybe they were planning to take their air rifles there. Yeah, possibly. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm not trying to in any way defend air rifles. They, they, they're they not as dangerous as like an AR-15, but they're not safe either. Well, and the, like and, I said, the, fine. the new ones are really jacked up, so you can yeah. actually do a lot of damage. Right, with them. Well, like like yeah. like paintball guns. I, I don't. No, no, no. Much more. Paintball gun will give you a welt. Well, I'm you, I'm you saying can, that air, can, air rifles have paintball been guns up. can do a lot more, too, because they're basically using the same compressed air technology and you can overcharge them. You can overcharge them, but I am saying that that air rifles are people are using them as a substitute for guns because they really? can't get a gun because they can't get a permit, and so they yeah. go to air rifles and muscle loaders and all these things that they can do instead. So I just think mm. there's more to the story. Well, there's, there's but that. then I'm a paranoid Republican who likes law and order. Well, are so. you also going to ban uh, the sale of uh, nail guns? <laughs> I like nail guns. Right. Well, like... <laughs> I wasn't going to be in the sale of anything. I'm just well, there saying was, that... Well, there they, was that classic scene in that HBO series, The Wire. Oh, didn't they nail his foot to the floor or something? No, no. Where, like, one of the characters basically works as an assassin. They go around and they murder people for money. And they like to use nail guns. And, like, they were using, like, an electric nail gun. That, and the, the battery was dying. So they go to a Home Depot... And basically the Home Depot guy is like, oh, yeah, we've got these things like they're like little little gunpowder charges or whatever. And the person's like, great. And so the guy thinks when when the person is talking about contracts they've got and how they have a lot of work that they're doing houses. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I missed one that those, one. Yeah, and it's 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 darkly, darkly funny. Yeah. You know, but they're like, wow, you know, like 
You know, so this person is basically like, oh, I basically have like a single shot gunpowder driven gun with a nail that doesn't really fly straight, but yeah. it doesn't need to when I I do it point blank range. Oh, I see. You're not overriding the safety because right. you can shoot them if you override the safety. Right? No, you don't need to. You you yeah. you know you, you. The point is, if you've already. You know, well, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's it's a show. And it doesn't matter. Um, I certainly don't want to defend the, want to defend the guy. I just I don't know enough about it. Yeah. And having been the uh, oh, <laughs> having been in that boat, it's possible that that's yeah. going to turn out to be what it is. So I'm, I'm I'll be curious to see how this goes. Yeah, but we'll, yeah, we'll have to put beer on it or something. Yeah. Oh you're... wait, you don't drink beer. Never. No. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you an ice cream. Oh, there if we you, go. <laughs> if, if if this guy's trouble, I'll buy you an ice cream. Okay. The stakes stakes just went up. Harold's would it, could it be a Harold's ice cream? Well, nat- <laughs> naturally, I'm not a savage. <laughs> I don't know. Flavors got them got them on the run. Personally, what's the new ice cream place? Fla- flavors. Oh, Where's flavors? flavors? What? Uh, on uh, in Hadley. Oh, in Hadley. Whereabouts is it? Okay, this is getting off civil politics oh, and so- getting into local <laughs> business. I know, but, but ice cream. During the break, <laughs> a new ice cream shop. I definitely want to hear about. So let's let's before we bore our, whatever listeners we Can have. We go left. from ice cream to cake. Is that where you're going? Yes, to, to absolute tears. Oh my god. Um, Best so, segue. Yes. <laughs> It, it's the segue we desert. <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> Thank you for watching. It's going to be one of those. Civil Politics <laughs> on Friday on Valley Free Radio. Um, the next 40 minutes will just be me screaming into the void. <laughs> Let's play some calming music. <laughs> but not um, Bossa Nova, please, no more. <laughs> Blame it on the Bossa Nova. So, um... So uh, uh, I don't know how much you uh, have read about the Masterpiece Cake Shop decision. Uh, in a nutshell, for our for our I list- listened to some of the arguments. Oh well, there you go. Live. <laughs> so, uh, in a nutshell, for our listeners, um, especially if they're listening to this in the future and are like, the "What now?" In, in, in to, to simplify or to, to put the basics of it, uh, a few years ago, a baker in Colorado was approached by two men who wanted them to him to make them a wedding cake. He refused because they were a gay couple and he didn't want to support gay marriage because he felt it was uh, not contrary to the Bible. So, you know, he violated his religious beliefs. And uh, they sued under the, you know, they, they, they I forget Equal exactly. Equal protection? They, Equal protection. They approached like a government agency. I don't know if it was actually like a court case. I think it was just a like a civil commission. But whatever, they basically... Uh, uh, filed a complaint about violation of equal protection um, because and the, what is the public accommodations? The public accommodations, yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. they use those two. Or I, yeah, mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that. So well, and the public accommodations thing ultimately, I think, derives from the idea of equal protection. Like you know, if you're a person, if you're a citizen, you deserve X. You know, you deserve to be treated in public. If you go to that lunch counter, you can be so you will be Darn served. right. Yeah, yeah. You will be like, served. like if there's an open seat, you can sit and you can order lunch, and they should they should serve you. And that's it. So, um, so uh, the fellow lost in Colorado, and he appealed uh, up the chain of state and federal courts. The and, cake maker, lost. the cake maker, the, yes, lost. masterpiece cake shop, which is what, so. Uh, so uh, they sued. It went to the Supreme Court, and the court ruled seven to two in his favor. Ish. Uh, they Very said, narrow. Yeah. They said in this particular case. 
there were some problems with what the Colorado authorities did, but they they in the the most of the text of the decision they reaffirmed the idea that like no you can't you know get a First Amendment exemption to treating people decently you know the public accommodations and equal protection clause and whatnot you can't put up a sign Religious saying freedom you know saying we will not serve gay people or we will not serve black people or women's places in the home so you're not allowed to be here or whatever and uh. It's it's it really is kind of like one uh, like a like an ink blot, you know, Rorschach testy kind of kind of decision. <clears throat> and I've been reading a lot about it, and I I have a lot of things I things I could say, um, but I think we all agree that like the show is best served when it's not just me ranting into the microphone at, <laughs> at, at length. Um, just because we just disagreed on the uh, air rifle guy in Northampton, not just that. <laughs> Oh, okay. not just that. No, not just because you were wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. But just in general, the show is better when it's not just me y- yammering on. So I would like to know, you know, have you heard? Have you heard, thought much about this? What have you heard? Do you think? That, what do you think? You know, um, uh, and I guess actually. So as I hand it over to you, one last thing. I think one of the things that was really interesting is Justice Kennedy's decision for the majority or, you know, written opinion for the majority, in part talked about how there was a lack of civility. Like, he thought, like, you know, it wasn't that... Um, the lower court had behaved badly. Right, or, or, or like the Colorado commissioners, I think, specifically. Like was the, it the, the agency. I think it was the government agency. That they hadn't, like, been wrong in saying there must be equal accommodation, but that the way they did it, like, their personal... The, the conduct of the commissioners was hostile to the to the, the the sanctity of the religious beliefs of Masterpiece Cake Shop and its owner, and that that was the problem. That basically, if they hadn't been, they insulted his religion. Right. That 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 that, that was their claim, and so therefore that was why they lost. Which is interesting. So what do you if think? I insult you, and mm-hmm. don't treat you well, doesn't matter that I shot you. Right. I mean, that's sort of what they were saying, that that was, uh, you know, sort of a a piece of it. I think there was another way to look at it. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) I think there was another part to it. And I did. I think there's uh, several other parts. That's part of why I'm. Yeah. Well, and um, like I said, I'm I'm glad that I happen to be home and listen to a lot of the arguments because it was very hard to follow what what the lawyers were arguing for both sides. And what I got out of it and this may be a miss and it was, you know, a few months ago when they heard the arguments, mm-hmm. um, what I got out of it was that they were trying to differentiate, and I don't know that the Supreme Court actually took this argument, between someone who would sell you a cupcake, which mm-hmm. is a commodity, versus an artistic um, design for you. And it, yeah. it was a offensive argument, but I got what his lawyers were trying to argue, and I think in part they were at least somewhat successful, arguing that it's sort of like if somebody asked you to paint a portrait and, you know, you you really love Michelle Obama and you you do a really nice interpretation of it and it's fine, or you don't really love Michelle Obama and you don't really feel that your heart is in it and that you can, you know, because artistry takes a lot of passion to actually and a lot of um, inspiration. Yes. And so... The lawyers for the cake guy were trying to argue that a wedding cake, because this guy's a really high-end wedding yes. cake person, mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, not that there aren't a lot of high-end wedding cake people, but he was really an artist and that this was a different transaction than a cupcake. And he basically said that he'd sell him anything in the store. It wasn't a problem with that. He did all the time. It was, it was that he was supposed to create a wedding cake for them. And I just thought that was a really different argument. And I had to stop and think about it because of all think? the artists, artists that I know, you know, if you ask somebody if they'll do a, um, a portrait or, you know, paint your dog or something, they're perfectly right to say no. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's a different category, but I had never thought of it as a different category before. Well, I'm I'm loath to agree with uh, Clarence Thomas or Neil Gorsuch about anything because uh, you know, like, well, yeah. as right wingers, of course, they're wrong about everything, <laughs> as as we know. <clears throat> but so uh, uh, they cited in their um, sort of concurrence, they basically said this decision doesn't go far enough uh, uh, because the precisely that like expressive intent artistry we can't compel that kind of artistry and they cited as an example the um the saint patrick's day parades in like boston and new york and holyoke you know like yeah. up in this neck of the woods of like you know years ago there was an argument about uh uh it was the vfw's parade and they weren't gonna right. let gay Sh people in right should gay people be should should gay well, people so be allowed to show their pride uh, with saint patrick's day and the and the the, yeah. the ruling was like well, it is definitely expressive, and if you if we force them to let gay people in, it's basically forcing Nazis. them to express that they're okay with it. Uh, you know. Well, and, and a lot of it was and and private. I suppose also like like why could they keep out the Nazis? I yeah. can come up with reasons, but yeah, I think that was the root. Of well, it. And how it, does that read to you, by the way, as a person who lived through some of the, you know well, a lot of that and i do remember that um too thank god my memory is good tonight for change um <laughs> but but a lot of the argument that was made and that finally turned the whole thing over was that it had been a public parade the mm. city of boston didn't want to do it anymore and they turned it over to the guys who mm -hmm. were doing it and it's sort of like is it a public parade or is it because they it, you know they clean the streets they they move the snow they you know the whole city backed it up well who is they was like the city doing that or was or was like the parade organizers no no the, originally the city did the parade yeah yeah they they didn't really want to do it anymore they didn't have the money to do it anymore so they gave it to a private group and i forget their names but it's an irish it's yeah, yeah an irish like the hibernian society or Hiber whatever. yeah i think it might have been hibernian what, 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 was well, the hibernian society actually paying for the plows to go out and no go? oh okay yeah, See, that, that was that, yeah. that matters. And so that's kind of the argument that was going back and forth. Is it a private event or is it a public event? event? And mm -hmm. that's it, it. It had become sort of a private event. And then some of the mayors and stuff said they wouldn't be in the parade unless gay people were allowed in it. And that sort of turned the tide. And a guy finally what happened was the guy who was the head of the Hibernians died. Mm -hmm. And so he was the one that was really opposed to it. And so the other guy said, oh, it's OK. It's fine. As long yeah. as they're you know, civil. It's all right. So, but that's a really good, I mean, that's, that's sort of the same argument that they were trying to make. You know, when is it private association? Well, um, or private expression. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, in the dissent, uh, Ruth, uh, Bader uh, Ginsburg, there were two thank, of them, right? Yeah. And, and Sotomayor, just Sotomayor, Sotomayor was, yeah. um, yeah, joined with her. Thank you. I was like, Ruth, Thingy, uh, uh, Bader Ginsburg. Thank yeah. you. RBG, yeah. Notorious RBG. Yeah. Um, like the cones in my eyes. Um, she uh, uh, argued like, okay, so that's a false argument. For Some here. people have yellow cones, by the way. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for Stacy's show. <laughs> you know how you can distract me. With I science. know. Shiny, Mike. Shiny over here. Look this way. <laughs> Tell me more about the time you worked in that lab. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, the uh, uh, her point was that no, no, um, uh, this isn't about uh, uh, you know free you know expression per se because in the end it's like if they said we want a wedding cake um you know you can get just like a you know a simple you know unelaborate wedding cake and how will you tell the difference between well that wedding cake's for a gay wedding and that wedding cake is for a straight wedding so that one's bad and that one's good and it's like how how do you know yeah you know so like like the the little figurines on the Right, but the the wedding cake, you know, the cake, the cakiness of it, yeah. uh, is the same regardless. So it's a commodity in a sense. It's a, it's a commodity in that respect, and uh, I mean, I do I do wonder though. Um, uh, well, being my, my own my... devil's advocate, just like if it was like okay, but what if you were asking them to like like going to a calligrapher and saying handwrite out, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, on the invitations, yeah. right. Well, my mechanic is an artist, so I don't know what he would do. I'm just kidding. I mean, right. he is really good, but it 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 borders. You know, when you when you have people that are you know craftsmen, you know, take it to the next level. Is your car gay <laughs> or Irish? Uh, it's green. It might be Irish. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's it's pretty passe, but you know, let's 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 admit it. You know, I got a wonder about the Irish. Yeah, you know, like my. Like Puritan ancestors or something. Do you have? I've been asked meaning to. I know we have to no, wrap I don't up have for any the half. Irish ancestry. No, I meant do you do you have a dual passport? Not yet. Not yet, but you can get one, I think, right? Well, I was born. I'm I'm an American citizen, flat out. Uh, but you you have a parent that has a dual. As it happens, because my mother was born in London, uh, they changed the laws in the '90s so that actually I now that she now does qualify as a british citizen and i could get it too yeah that wasn't the case when you earlier. were earlier yeah yeah because yeah. it used to make you give one up so uh, uh, yeah and it's not even that it's like like according to the the laws in the, at the time when mom was born she was not a british citizen she just wasn't oh they changed they yeah. basically added birthright citizenship and being able to pass that on uh like if her brother her younger brother who was born in holyoke had been born in london he could have passed it on to his kids but uh, up until, like, I think, like, it might have been under Margaret Thatcher, actually, that they changed it. But, like, for a long time, it was basically, like, men could pass on their citizenship, but the women couldn't. Oh, and, my and, goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to be steamy. Do you see the steam coming out of my ear? Well, they, as I said, <laughs> they changed it. That's what you get from legal <laughs> consistency going back to the, the actual Middle Ages. So, anyway, uh, I'm getting the... Knock it off and and get, go to break. Sign from the from the producer. So uh, we're gonna knock it off and go to break, and we'll probably come back and talk some more about Masterpiece Cake Shop. Uh, but this is Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Thanks for listening. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Have you always loved to read but find it hard to do these days? Forbes Library offers a variety of alternatives to keep you reading long into the night. A large selection of large print books, audiobooks, and easy-to-use e-books and e-audiobooks are available to borrow. You will find bestsellers, classics, and nonfiction offerings. 
Forbes Library is now affiliated with the National Library Service to provide audiobooks, magazines, and even the daily news for people with vision loss, difficulty holding traditional book or newspaper formats, and for people with certain learning disabilities. Our staff is happy to help you find just the book in just the right format. Call 413-587-1013 to find out more. You are listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM. I'm Mayor David Narkowitz, and I support Northampton's community radio station. Nerd Night NoHo is proud to support Valley Free Radio, where a monthly speaker series featuring experts from the community talking about art, culture, and science. You can find us at noho.nerdnight.com. What did they just say? If you often find yourself asking that, you may benefit from the new audio-enhancing technology available at the Forbes Library in Northampton. Designed to work with or without a hearing aid, the new and improved audio-visual systems in our meeting rooms, along with countertop loop systems at our service desks, are some of the new technology the library now has. With federal funds provided by the Institute of Museum and Library Services and administered by the Massachusetts Board of Library Commissioners. You'll now find hearing the librarian and guest lecturers a whole lot easier. Call 413-587-1017 or email info at ForbesLibrary.org to find out more. Hey, this is Blue Streak. I'm the host of the show with BS, the newest edition for the WXOJ lineup. You can hear us Mondays at 11 p.m. For the best overnight radio you'll ever hear on a, on a Monday night, we'll talk about everything that's relevant to us. Music, movies, TV, games, and whatever else happens to spill out of the pinata that is my head. Monday nights, 11 p.m. here on XOJ. For all the music and news that nerds can use, it's the show with BS on WXOJ. <coughs> And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. We're still talking about uh, the uh, the morass of possible interpretations of the Masterpiece Cake Shop Careful decision. Careful how you Supreme say Court. that. Uh, Quagmire? Is <laughs> oh, that better? better yeah. <laughs> uh, they mean the same thing, but yes, one of them does sound closer to something I shouldn't say on radio, doesn't it? <laughs> It's just you dragged it out, and I'm going, what? <laughs> anyway. Uh, that, was, that was for emphasis only. <laughs> Quagmire. Um, yeah. This is really murky. And are you, while we were off the yes. air, you were talking about something I hadn't heard anything about the high, would you say Hialeah? Oh, so I'll, okay. I'll, I'll briefly say it out, and then you tell me what you, what you think about it. Because yeah. you, you, I could see your eyes lighting up. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, so uh, one of the reasons why this decision has been so... Uh, polarizing and so like people going like wait how do we read the tea leaves on this is you know one of the things attorneys do is they look at a court decision and they say well what are the principles that it's based on what does that tell us about going forward and you know so forth so there was a case from I think the late 80s maybe early 90s uh, and it was a, a, a court case uh, like the city of Hialeah Florida uh, I believe it was Florida. I mean, with a name like Hialeah, I could swear it would be somewhere in the Hawaiian Islands, but apparently it's, it's Florida. <laughs> there is a Hialeah, Florida, so... <laughs> well, there you go then. Okay. I was like, Hialeah? Like, haven't I been there? <laughs> no. Anyway, 
So uh, they uh, passed a law about the about uh, how you handle animals and kill chickens and whatnot, um, and with they, an intent, right? The, with the explicit intent. The point of that they passed what's what might be considered like a, a food handling regulation and thus kind of neutral uh, consumer protection kind of thing, but was actually all about making sure that people could not set up in town to practice a, uh, uh, a religion called Santeria, which involves sometimes animal sacrifice. And uh, so specifically of chickens. So uh, they their their point was. Uh, uh, the, the the city council didn't want this to happen, so they were passing that law. And <coughs> I believe that was found, I, I believe they lost the case. I should have looked up that more carefully to be sure. But the point is, like, the test for a long time since then about what con- what is considered to be impermissible religious bias is basically like that level. You basically have, like, to have, to have the city councilors making, you know, racist slurs about people practicing Santeria and saying how they don't want, want it in their city because it's gross and stuff like that and mm-hmm. disrespecting the religion, that that is the, qual- the level at which you can say there is unacceptable uh, religious bias in the government. And in contrast, for example, there was the ruling in the 80s or 90s that Scalia wrote about um, whether or not people could take peyote. And uh, because there are... Or lick a toad. Yeah, well, there are Native Native American yeah. uh, 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 indigenous people's religions or however, whatever the better term is. But anyway, uh, you know, that involve using peyote as part of their religious rituals, and it was against the law. And Scalia's opinion, which for the majority was like, hey, you know, like uh, the, the the city says you shouldn't, we don't want you to take these drugs, that's that's it. And, yep. you know, the fact that it, it makes it tough for your religious practices, too bad. You know, since they didn't say anything... You know, since they weren't doing it for clearly racist reasons, whatever. So this that makes a really hard law to right. to, to evaluate, and this completely changes that because yeah. you know, like 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 if you go and read the transcript, the actual statement was something, and I don't I don't know about the about the this literal, cake about um, the cake shop. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about the literal tone, but the statement was something like, "We should be careful because religious." belief has been used to justify some terrible stuff in the past like slavery which is true yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> so the uh, just to source uh the mm-hmm. there was a law that was put into practice um by clinton uh the president religious, clinton? yes okay. um uh, the religious freedom restoration act uh overturned so 1990 uh, Supreme Court ruling that set a looser standard for laws that restrict religious practices. Um, it was Employment Division versus Smith. This is from a Times article in 1993. Uh, hmm. The other thing is the Supreme Court voided the ban on animal sacrifices in 1993. Hmm. So the original court was the first one we talked about was 93 and the second one that you just mentioned was in 1990 okay the hialeah case yeah. hialeah was in 1993 right. um the okay peyote one was in 1990 i believe okay thank you yes <clears throat> so um small government republican doesn't want <laughs> the government messing with things um 
Can you well, yeah. can you help me think this through better? Uh, well, it, <laughs> this, this is a tough one because isn't it? I I think it's sort of it's sort of like I remember there was a court case, and I'm sorry that I didn't have this all ready for tonight, but I didn't know we were going to talk about this. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I, I I wasn't doing a good job of communicating this week. So I'm I'm yeah I, I'm winging a little bit, but it was the Christian Science um, religion and what they could. Um, ask of their employees and and when it was the newspaper versus the the church and those oh because they don't believe in vaccinations or something right or blood transfusions or something right um christian scientists don't believe in medicine period right so yeah. so they didn't want to provide health insurance or something right well it, and they don't have to but it was it i can't remember what the issue was but i think i think the people were gay that were working for them it it was complicated. It wasn't just a straight up religious thing. It was, okay. and it wasn't the church per se. It was, uh, you know, it was a complicated it, case. Yeah, but it was a Boston case, right? Like the newspaper the yeah. monitor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and those cases, it's just like the Chick Fil A and the um, Hobby Lobby, that Obama kind of gave away, um, you know, gave a gave a a process, not gave away, gave a process for people to get um, um, contraceptives and things like that without the private company having to pay for it. It's like the insurer actually paid for it. There was all this complicated law under Obama, and a lot of it just has been overturned in the last little bit. And what he was doing was he was basically saying that, you know, women women's rights for organizations that aren't really religious – you know, Hobby Lobby is privately held, but it's not a religious organization. No, it's not. And so that chipping away, you know, Obama kind of expanded it, and this is all sort of brushback. Um, well, so, and the court ruling while Obama was president, because yes. you know, Obama didn't just sort of say, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, he they created a lot of law uh -huh. that would allow um, a, a company who didn't agree with contraception so they didn't pay for it. The insurer paid for it, but it had to still be included in basic benefits. And so it's right. really complicated and actually quite a quite a sophisticated move. But it has been pushed back by the Supreme Court. And I think this is another one of those brushbacks where there isn't a public accommodation the same way. Right. It it you can assert your religious beliefs in your business. You know, they're starting to to sort of chip away at it. And well, it's very interesting because I don't, you know, I'm not a religious person. Yeah. You know, I think it's fine if people want to practice whatever they practice. But when you're in a public in a public forum, you know, when you're offering a public service, I do believe that, you know, you need to be served at the at the lunch counter. <laughs> I just do. I do. And mm -hmm. um, so I'm struggling to try and figure out where they're going with this. And if, if you know, this piece, the Hialeah piece, which I hadn't heard before, um, that really make it really complicated because then you have to get into somebody's intent. Right. And um, so the same exact act could right. have a different outcome. Right. If they believe that you had malice intent or if you didn't, if it, you were just doing it like this kid, you know, was just taking his air gun out at the school. Well, Does it matter that you can't have a gun at a school? Right. He he he, and his intent might have been very malicious. We don't know. But even if he was just like a clueless, yep. you know, dumb kid, he still had a gun at the school. Yeah. Or yeah, and and even if it turned out to be like an air rifle that is old school and not actually particularly dangerous, nevertheless, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, and I think there's real laws against. <laughs> yeah, it, so. I, I 
and yeah. there probably are. Yeah, it's like a, um, you can't carry crossbow and right, right. arrows, and you know, please take those things away from right. people you can't if they're even, in on the main like, street. Like, I can't just walk down the street with a sword strapped to my side. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So um, unless yeah. you're doing a play, never mind. <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed on the street still to do that. Maybe on stage. Because yeah. um, schools are private property. It's just like this building here. You right. know. Well, or, or, or they're public property, but yeah. it's like, you know, there are yeah. reasons why we don't allow people to you just You can have of... alcohol on a school property. Right. Yeah. right, you know. But, I mean, you know, you're not allowed to just walk around with a machine gun or Excuse whatever. Me. So, right. So, so all of that... Um, so complicated, and and people are arguing about this decision, right? That's, right. You said there's been a lot of podcasts and well, things on it. So yeah, so like, and one of them pointed out like because it was, uh, it's called the Masterpiece Cake Shop because the owner, and also the corporation are signed on as as plaintiffs. So does this mean that Masterpiece Cake Shop has religious rights? Like, oh, does yeah, a corporation, corporation have it now? Yeah, they're people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, you know, time for a new Supreme I, Court. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like. Okay, I'm I'm not religious at all, but like, I am willing to concede the possibility, certainly, that humans have an immortal soul that will be judged by their creator at whatever time. I'm pretty sure that Modern Myths LLC by Comic Book Store, which is wrapping up, but I'm pretty sure that that doesn't have an immortal soul. I don't think it's going to some kind of corporate heaven, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like 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 the St. Peter's Gate of for, for corporations. Won't you be is... surprised when that happens? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> you know, and, and it also gets to the point, it's like, hey, if I have a large privately held, you know, a rich privately held corporation, like Hobby Lobby, for example, with like hundreds and hundreds of employees uh, under current law, uh, my employees are I'm required to offer them health insurance and that's how they get it. You know, like and this is an important requirement for their lives. But if I say like, well, I'm a Christian scientist now or some other faith that doesn't believe in, in medicine. So therefore, it's a violation of my religious beliefs to provide you with this basic requirement. I'd and, love to see that argument and, in front of the Supreme Court. Right. But I, <laughs> I, I mean, at what point do you sort of go like, well, yeah, OK. Depends if it's a, ma a major religion or not. Right. And then. And then yeah. Or a well, cult, because if you call it a cult, then it doesn't count. I'm just kidding. But that's those are the kinds of arguments that people are going to make. It right. Just, yeah. Well, and that was one of the one of the arguments people made against Scalia is basically like he was like, well, if you were like like something that a conservative Catholic felt comfortable with, then he was totally with you. But if it wasn't, then he he basically didn't think you he would wouldn't give you the time of day. Yeah. yeah, it counted. Well, and that's the that's the problem with law. I mean, we are a country of laws, but the truth is the laws are the laws are of men, and come from you know sort of a. a Judeo-Christian. I mean, the laws are, I think we've talked about the critical lawyers at Harvard before, yeah. but the laws are used to enforce cultural norms. Yes. And, you know, it's just like the smoking stuff. All the laws were decided one way, you know, for a long time for the tobacco industry. And then one day, there was sort of a crack in the cosmic egg, and people started to think, you know, secondhand smoke's not that great. The poor bartenders, those, those airline steward folks they get so much smoke on those planes and it cracked wide open and now it's swung totally the other way and it's the same country it's just that the beliefs changed if and you, the law changed with it i'm reminded of mad men um which is a pretty good show but like it's certainly like an interesting look back 
especially for someone like me who wasn't alive in 1960. Though I can remember kind of like I remember the 70s and like I have parents of that generation and yeah. grandparents and whatnot. So like like you know that and that country clubby kind of world is one that looks kind of familiar. I kind of remember yeah. some of that. And you know there were things about that. It's like wow, they're drinking a lot at work. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I, you know, but like like you know sexually evaluating a, a, a woman's appearance while you're standing next to her in an elevator was acceptable was was totally unremarkable in those businesses right yes. and well at the, at that yeah. time you know and like they and they were all smoking and anybody who was gay would have been like fired and treated horribly and we've mostly anyways in this country flipped on all of those things in 60 years yeah which is good and the laws support the new normal yeah that's sort of the and that's the argument about law we always yeah. say well, i'm law and order and i believe in law and order laws change and they aren't cast in stone and people make the most hypocritical arguments about laws and you and you hear it and you go my god they really think that that's you know an absolute it's like from the bible or something it's like right. not the way the laws are really written they just aren't it's it's interesting it's sort of like people think that um you know, the upskirting laws that they've just been passing so that you can't put a mirror under a woman's skirt. Or a man's. Or a man's, yeah. yeah. And take a picture of their, take, yeah. their underwear or their lack That's of it. That's always been illegal. But they pretended sort of that it wasn't illegal because it's an invasion of privacy. I mean, there were sure. certainly many arguments and laws that could have been met. But what happens when they say, oh, we need to pass a law to close that loophole, they're basically trying to say that, oh, no, that was never that was never true. It, it's a, it's a, whenever you see a legislator say, well, we're going to have to change the law for this, enforce the law that exists today. That's a very conservative argument. But I, 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 there is at least some validity, validity to it. Like the idea of like, we don't need an equal rights amendment because like women are people. You're not allowed to mistreat people. Therefore, we don't need a law specifically reminding us that, hey, the Constitution specifies that women are people. Like we know. Yeah. And yet clearly – <laughs> well, and it's an there was a problem well, that needed to be fixed. Well, LBJ <laughs> still does. LBJ when they passed all the voting rights acts and the civil um, rights act sixty four, voting rights yeah, sixty five. Yeah, and mm -hmm. the the um, you know it's it's not equal. You know, it can't be separate and equal and all that stuff. Yeah, and that's going back to Brown v. Board of Education. Yeah, in all that 54. stuff mm -hmm. sort of happened, but it wasn't enforced. Mm-hmm. And then I forget what happened, but they it, there was a turning point where they said, oh, okay, now we have to enforce it. It was basically consensus yeah. that they were going to enforce it. They passed a headline to, to enforce it, but they could have been enforcing it. People could have been enforcing it all along. But that's kind of what human society does. It's like, oh, my goodness, we... We really haven't dealt with this before. Let's be explicit. And when they can finally get, this is a, a, what a, an opinion of mine, mm -hmm. when they finally get to the point where the opinion is in agreement, they pass a lot to reinforce the new normal. Yeah, I, I think there's some truth to that. And it's sort of how law works. It's their case law and overturning and all that stuff. Well, and, and you know, uh, uh if I, you know, like it's it's now there are explicit laws saying like no, you can't inappropriately touch your employees at work. That's not something you could do. Well, it's always true, right? It's always <laughs> true because like you're you've never been allowed to just like touch other people, you know, uh, uh, without their their consent, you know. 
you know, it's one thing it's like, oh, you're bleeding or, hey, don't fall <laughs> off that, that ladder. But otherwise, it's, you know, like there's, it, you know, there's personal autonomy. But like we needed to specify, by the way, that applies to the dames, too, no matter how cute they are. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. And we didn't even talk about like the. All the stuff that's happening in Korea next week, the yeah, G7 yeah. Yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. The, the elections. Uh, uh, wow. The, the be a good show next week. Things went well <laughs> for the for the Democrats in California. They might actually be able to take the House back. And they went well for the Republicans because there's actually a Republican on the, in the governor's race. Right. Which they didn't expect. So Right. So and all of that. And I and I wanted to circle back to talking more about like the discussion you guys had last week about. Oh, yeah. About. Samantha B and um, Samantha B and, and well and how and how that because like that I think connected to the idea of tone policing that was part of the discussion that we were having with this but oh, oh wow we <laughs> maybe we need to talk faster I know why all these people are committing suicide I just have to say that this oh. oh. <laughs> is tough this is a tough culture we're in right now well that's that's true it's important On many keep, levels it's important to keep hope though because I I see good signs that our society. That th- that this that we could turn this into a therapeutic hitting bottom as opposed to a oh alerting a teachable moment. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, just speaking on what you said uh, on a serious note, um, please, Anthony Bourdain, yes, uh, um, took his life. Uh, I believe yeah. this morning in this France. Morning. Yes, yes. France. Uh, Sixty-one. Um, so my brother really liked his show. Yeah, yeah. A lot he of people had did. Drug problems. People were talking about that. I had no idea. I, well, I'll post something on the on the uh, Facebook and the Twitter about that. Yeah. So yeah, and um, yeah, just to, as as we sign off, uh, you know, stay hopeful. Stay hopeful. And suicide prevention is an important thing. Uh, it's it's one of the sort of the blights that like I, I think. Can 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 ebb and flow in in its uh, 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 incidents in, in society, but it's it's a, it can be contagious. And um, there's help. Uh, there's like the national lots of help. Yeah. yeah, there's like the national suicide prevention line hotline. hotline. There's there, if if for some reason things are things are getting tough, please reach out for help. Call you know talk to your friends or whatever you know. Um, excuse me. I'm please, sorry. yes, if you've got something. No, uh, we have to go. But this is something that I've been trying to – I'll speak on this very quickly. Yes. No. If if someone is in trouble, then you're, we need to connect with them and make sure that they are okay. Yes. A lot of people are saying, here's a, here's a number or I'm here to talk to or something like that. If you have depression or if you're, if you're thinking about suicide, that means you – you probably don't think that anybody wants to listen to you and you won't you don't you have the energy the you don't right. have the mental physical or emotional energy to actually try to connect with someone if you have someone in your life that you think is in trouble if you think that they have some sort of um issue or something like that then you t- you need to talk to them if you're if you have a friend that has depression text them sometime because that will make their weak because yeah. depression is not being sad depression is not being able to reach out as well as other people yeah. it's hard it's it makes emotional work even harder it's depressed your emotion emotions are pressed down so don't just tell people here's a number talk to them go get them talk just talk to them see how they're doing 
Yeah. Just try to connect with them because it's really, really hard for people with depression, people that are uh, thinking about suicide, people with bipolar, all, all sorts of things. It's hard for them to connect with you. So if you care about them, you need to do the, the emotional work. It, yes. And just in general, connect with your friends. It wouldn't kill you to call somebody you care about you haven't talked to in a while. He says to himself as a reminder. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we do need to wrap up. Uh, so that's it for civil politics tonight. Just a reminder, coming up next, our subculture table of contents in OK Asia, a great lineup of music into the night. And there is a podcast of this show available. We upload it on Sundays. You can get it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and other awesome places. So uh, we'll be back with more of this next week. Thank you all for listening. Uh, and this has been Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio. Good night. This show is part of the Planetside Productions Network. For more information, please visit www.planetside.pro. And thank you for listening.